Hello, and welcome to today's edition of The Fight Against COVID-19, What's Really Going On, a CGTN radio podcast that brings you everything you need to know about the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Shane Bigham. In this edition, we'll look at how China's economic recovery sends out upbeat signals for global recovery. A World Economic Report by the United Nations estimates that the Chinese economy will grow by 4.8 percent this year. The report shows that the developing world will remain as a growth driver of the global economy, with countries like China outpacing the world average. World Bank Managing Director of Operations Axel van Trotsenberg has also voiced bright prospects for China's economy in 2023. The lifting of COVID is, is maybe bringing a, a brighter prospect. Uh, I don't want to speculate where where is it, but I, I, I could well see that economic uh, growth will be uh, uh, stronger as a result of, of, of the ending of COVID restrictions. Despite strong economic headwinds and uncertainties, China averaged 4.5 percent growth over the past three years. It's more than double the average growth rate of the global economy in the same period. A report says China's reopening will provide a significant boost to Australia's economy. The country has previously relied heavily on Chinese tourists and students. Greg Navarro explains. Instructors walking among the treetops in Sydney's north is a welcome sight for adventure tourism business Experience Co., especially after a dismal couple of years due to the pandemic. The company is also excited about news of China's reopening and the prospect of Chinese tourists returning to this part of the world. Before the pandemic, visitors from China accounted for about 20% of the people taking part in adventures like this here in Australia and nearly 40% of the business in New Zealand. In 2019, about 1.4 million Chinese travelers visited Australia, spending about $12 billion. A report by global financial services company J.P. Morgan found China's reopening and a thawing in the political relationship between China and Australia could provide a significant boost to Australia's economy, and not just from tourism. Pre-pandemic, Chinese students made up about 35% of all international students in Australia. While Australia is already seeing an increase in student visa applications and student accommodation requests from China, logistical challenges and staff shortages remain, as businesses and industries slowly bounce back from the first two years of the pandemic. That was Greg Navarro reporting. China's box office has made a strong comeback over the spring festival holiday. It's generated over 6 billion yuan. Box office tracker Maoyan says the holiday box office sold 117 million tickets as of Friday. This year's spring festival holiday is the second highest grossing to date. Topping the holiday box office chart is Full River Red by famed director Zhang Yimou. The historical drama raked in 2.3 billion yuan, accounting for roughly 38% of the box office total. This is is the first spring festival holiday after the adjustment of the country's response to COVID last month. Sunya has more. Box office ticket sales in China have boomed during the Chinese New Year holiday, and they just keep coming. Oh, the yeah. biggest winner yet, the historical thriller Fu River Red, directed by the Oscar-nominated Zhang Yimou and headlined by the country's biggest A-listers. Next up, The Wandering Earth 2, the homegrown sci-fi epic sequel, which features some grandiose talk-of-the-town special effects, and the highest-grossing Chinese actor, Wu Jing, whose films have grossed 30 billion yuan over his career so far. 
Also vying for attention, the usual animation suspects such as the new Boonie Bears movie, the star-studded spy thriller Hidden Blade, and a drama based on true stories showcasing China's national sport ping pong or table tennis, whose creators say the film could only screen in selected cinemas because the box office season is simply too busy, too crowded, for the first time in three years. Even if you haven't seen the big ticket movies this holiday season, you could make out part of the reasons why they are so successful just by looking at the posters. They are big on Chinese cultures and values. I've already seen The Wandering Girls too. It's a sci-fi made in China, and I root for such movies. And today I'm bringing my parents to see Full River Red. Listen to the name; it sounds auspicious. Today we're watching Wandering Earth too. I heard it had a state-of-art special effects, and I like the first one. We watched Full River Red yesterday. It has such a rave review from my friends, so I wanted to see it. The box office boom in the year of the rabbit may extend well into the next month as new heavyweight movies, including two from the Marvel universe, are set to hit cinema screens in the days and weeks to come. That was Sunyat reporting. The Spring Festival holiday has seen a shopping frenzy in China. Olivia He takes a closer look at the latest trends in consumer spending. Products symbolizing traditional Spring Festival customs have surged in popularity this year, according to the 2023 Spring Festival Goods Consumption Report by JD.com. 82% of people stocked up on traditional foods and local delicacies for the holiday, and a whopping 60% of shoppers bought Spring Festival couplers, New Year paper cards, decorations, and other goodies to make their celebrations even more festive. In addition to online shopping, let's delve deeper into what people have bought in brick-and-mortar stores during this Spring Festival. As the saying goes, of all things, eating matters most. So let's take a close look at the food section first. For the Spring Festival, I always buy lots of snacks such as candy, chocolate, and nuts because there will be many guests. In addition, I've also bought healthcare products for the elderly so that they remain healthy. I bought various ingredients for the New Year feast, including rice, some cooked food such as corned beef, bologna, and all kinds of meat. As in northern China, we make tons of dumplings during the Spring Festival. Beef, pork, and chicken are extremely popular for dumpling fillings. It's no surprise that during the Spring Festival holiday, meat sales have soared. But vegetables, fruits, snacks, and dried fruits are also essential for the perfect feast. We've arrived at the area with the strongest Chinese New Year atmosphere. Here you'll find Spring Festival couplets, the Chinese character Fu, red lanterns, New Year decorations, firecrackers, and more. Sales of New Year decorations reached 200,000 pieces a few days before the Spring Festival. Many decorations, such as Spring Festival couplets, have been sold out now. 
The decorations filled with rabbit elements are widely loved by consumers. In addition to the regular products, some creative ones, including pet couplets, mobile phone couplets, car couplets, etc., are popular among young people. It's not just about treating yourself during the spring festival. Actually, giving gifts is also a great part of the tradition too. Just look around the shopping mall; you'll find all sorts of red gift boxes. These are usually given with supplements inside for older family members or snacks for the. Little ones. There are also many local specialties to choose from too. Gift boxes, especially high-end ones, are the best sellers in the new year because after the COVID-19 policies were revised, people began to visit relatives and friends this year. So there was a high need of gift boxes. Our daily average sales of gift boxes are around one million yuan. In terms of the overall consumption during the Spring Festival, consumers this year prefer functional and affordable goods. Besides, domestic brands and products with Chinese fashion trends have also become the first choice for many people. That was Olivia Hutt reporting. With that, we end this episode of the fight against COVID-19. What's really going on? Subscribe to our podcast for another episode filled with facts, stories, and opinions concerning the battle against the novel coronavirus. For more detailed stories about the pandemic, visit radio.cgtn.com or listen to our current affairs program, The Beijing Hour, online. Drop us a line on our podcast so we can provide you with even more content that interests you. I'm Shane Bigum. Thanks for listening.